Can you guys stop swearing? Hello? I have children over here. Next time you swear, I'm gonna call the cops. Let's see if we can hear JT. Hello? Yes. That, that headset, the headset I just was just on, worked fine when I did the Skype test call last, so I have no freaking what, what, why, what went wrong with it. <laughs> Who knows, man? Modern technology sucks. Like, it's great, but it sucks. <laughs> and it actually cleaned out the fucking uh, the, the port, the, port the, the plug-in port for my headphones on this phone, because that was part of the reason why I was in and out last, last few weeks, because it was... It had a giant fucking windfall in it. Oh, jeez. Yeah, that's not going to help. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Board Wrestling Fan Radio. Where dead air lives. Where dead air lives, exactly. Yes. Uh, well, last week was WrestleMania. So That's what they say. That's what I hear. Yeah, I heard that, too. Rumors on the internet, fucking dirt mm-hmm. cheap bullshit. Yeah, I don't believe it. Oh, and the, the Undertaker gave John Cena a boner. I see. <laughs> yeah. Somebody tagged me in that. They're like, is this what you fucking paid for? <laughs> That's what I paid for. Yeah, I actually paid for that shit. So there you go. You did actually pay for that. <laughs> I didn't want to deal with the streams and set the DVR to record stuff. So a long ass show, mm-hmm. and I wanted to take a Walking Dead break, and I did that, and then I went back and watched the rest. And I watched a little bit more of it this morning. Actually, it was on replay. I have that network. I actually watched an episode of Thunder, kind of Ooh. fast forward button on heavy. <laughs> <laughs> Weirder things have happened. It's uh, yeah, it's actually quite a bit of shit happened. Both that mania and the other two shows, full of stuff this week. <laughs> I watched. Uh, I watched WrestleMania. My girlfriend slept. You know, was in the bedroom sleeping through it. And like when I woke up in the morning, she was like, "Oh, how was WrestleMania?" I'm like, "I bet it's on the network right now." <laughs> and I flipped a, flipped over to uh, you know, I flipped on the network, and it's like, uh, oh, "Here to sing the here to sing America the Beautiful." Like, oh, yep, see, starting right now. <laughs> So people were complaining because they, they were like, oh, people are booing the national anthem. Like, no, they weren't booing the national anthem. They were saying, who, 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 who? Because they didn't know who these two, these two uh, admittedly talented women were. Yeah, one was, of those bitches was wearing orange, too. That's <laughs> fucking... That's, <laughs> Becky Lynch is going to get mad. My wife. <laughs> the people watching, them people watching their WrestleMania, they's not true Americans. They hate... They hate the they hate the national anthem. I'm surprised. I bet you, good see, Vince is such a great American. He didn't show any of the people taking knees at WrestleMania. Uh, oh, there was quite a few people taking knees. I think AJ Styles took a couple of knees. <laughs> yeah. 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 I I, I watch that fucking anthem shit. <laughs> like, but I, I saw the chicks come out and like the future of music. I'm like, okay. Hey, who, who did say that, didn't they? That's some kind of tag for that. Yeah, something like that. And who is this we're talking about again? Some chicks, man. I don't know. Some... Oh. Well, nobody knows. I know. I'm trying. <laughs> it's not some... even that important. There's like two random like oh, there singers. <laughs> Were they on like a, the, the American Idol reboot or some shit like that? Let's go with that. Yeah, I have no <laughs> idea who exactly they were. <laughs> I have no Sorry, idea who I they were. It. Just I know people, and I don't think anybody in, uh, in in New Orleans knew who the fuck they were either. So. On the plus side, it wasn't Flo Rida or Kid Rock. So. Yeah. Yes. That's true. We, uh, we didn't get any musical acts. We didn't get any like backstage stuff for the most part. Might have been one thing. I don't remember anything. Nita Strauss played uh, Shinsuke Nakamura to the ring. Oh yeah. yeah, but that was just like ring entrance. So. Yeah, no, there wasn't. There wasn't any like separate musical performances. No. Yeah. So that was that was good too. And yet, it was still the longest WrestleMania in history. Go figure. <laughs> <laughs> next year. 
I, I for one, welcome our new sarcastic Shinsuke Nakamura heel. <laughs> oh. Sorry, no speak English. <laughs> exactly. Uh, he is the best when he's terrible, and anybody who didn't see his heel run before is really, really going to like this. Well, I, I, it is on WWE, so we'll see about that. <laughs> True. <laughs> okay, okay and, I'll qualify it. That, you know, you should be able to like it if he's allowed to go the right way with it. Wait, wait, let's you, see you, you spoke the wrong. You spoke the wrong word, Drow. You said allowed. Should be even more clear. If you, you kind of like what they could do, you need to go and get yourself a subscription for New Japan World. <laughs> I, 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 look, let's talk about that match because that is the one we talked about the most last week because that was the big one and you know, people are kind of pissed off. That match was kind of mediocre at best. Sure. Uh, yeah. the, and the outcome was uh, about as botchy as you can get on anything on the card. Like They had the opportunity to, uh, to make like one of those classic technical matches. And for whatever reason, maybe there's a hidden injury. I don't know, man. I understand why people are upset though about it. I actually, one of the reasons I paid money, I did want to see, uh, uh, you know, something that we look back and say that was one of the best matches of all time. But it is what it is. I mean, the outrage was worth every penny to so. <laughs> There was a lot of speculation in some circles that they were told to hold back and that they, you know, pretty much couldn't do their thing in WWE main event style, whatever that happens to be. I don't know. I didn't think they could possibly be disappointing, and I was proven wrong. Yeah. Because like, it, wasn't, it wasn't awful, but it's just you know what's potential is there, and that, that in itself is what was so disappointing. I, it's, yeah. like, it's like getting socks for Christmas, man. It's just like, oh, <laughs> I need them. I mean, my feet are cool, but... Like, if, if, if you saw their match in Japan, you know what they're capable of. And, mm-hmm. to it. and it wasn't necessarily supposed to be a repeat of that. I don't think anybody who was a fan of their previous match was going, oh, it's going to be the same. But, <laughs> you know, whatever we were expecting, it was not what we got. I think anticlimactic is probably the best way to sum that one up. Sure. They started off, they were on that first wind, and you're like, okay. And then it just never got to that second sort of level of where they could go. It's sure. over. Like, oh, okay. The, the heel turn was pretty unexpected, though. I, I definitely didn't see that coming. Hmm. And if it leads to, you know, a regular occurrence of Shinsuke punching AJ in the dick. I mean, you can't really go wrong with that. <laughs> That's true. Dick punches are uh, sorely lacking. I think they kind of preconditioned you to expect nothing was going to happen when Asuka lost to Charlotte and took the mic. It was like, uh, Charlotte was ready for Asuka and, like, hugged her or oh, whatever. I hated so. that. I hated <laughs> that. That was fucking stupid, yeah. <laughs> well, I called that, but whatever. <laughs> you did. I, I don't hate that the streak ended. I hated that she took the mic and, and had to, you know, say yeah. something stupid. You know, <laughs> that, that that the mic part was kind of. Eh. I mean, I, I it's like I was saying last week. This is a flare, and I I was I wasn't shocked. You know, and I'm gonna I'm gonna further that and say honestly, how patient do you think people would be if they really did try to build up two streaks for a full year? Like how realistic is that? Look how many people complain about about Lesnar's, you know, look how many people complain about being a part-timer. Ralph is probably not going to be on the show that often. Realistically, I know she's dead, but... You yeah, know. but the same people who are going to complain about that are the same people who gush over Crow Sting back in the day. That, oh, he didn't talk for over a year, da-da-da. So it's yeah. hypocritical at best. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. 100% agree with you. I, I just don't. I didn't see a streak being a realistic thing that they could pull off. I mean, they fucked up the the fire streak as well. So now they're both like one loss on a pay per view, I suppose. 
I suppose it wouldn't have been quite as annoying if the story hadn't come out, and admittedly, none of us really know how true it is, but let's face it, it sounds about right. The idea that Asuka was originally going to win, that she was going to be the one they were building for Ronda, and then, oh, but wait, Charlotte's more mainstream, which, I'm sorry, is about as racist as you can possibly get. But didn't I say about about Shinsuke Nakamura last week that they're not going to put the title on him because he's Japanese? Yeah. This is a this is the company we're dealing with. I it's racist. Yeah, it is racist. But yeah, th- this is the company we're dealing with. Uh, I was more upset about. Is, oh, go ahead. As bad as it is on both sides, I could have dealt with Shinsuke not having a top title probably better than Asuka losing a streak for a bullshit reason and you know Charlotte Flair being more mainstream is a bullshit reason on on that level I agree with you yeah mm-hmm. as that being the reason reason um I wasn't upset about the streak ending as much as Mac Macamara not winning the title I thought that was I thought that was bad for the for him, but she has the she has the record. She already said it. So, I mean, they can just keep it going, but there's no end game other than her losing it at some point, regardless. So I I just I I kind of looked at it from that point of view as well. And um, ah, whatever. Vince McMahon was the guy who was shocked to find out that there was Asian porn when Gail Kim got hired. Remember? So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, are we shocked? No. It really was the fuckery, though. That was the word. So. <laughs> fuckery, yeah, yeah. And you, you did text me uh, fuckery <laughs> a couple of times during WrestleMania. That just smelled like fuckery from a mile away going to that pay-per-view. I didn't know what it was going to be. With that many matches, way too many likely outcomes. Mm-hmm. Or expected likely outcomes. Couldn't go that way. They it definitely went heavier with the fuckery than the last. You know, like how many how many of those matches on the card? And we talked about this last week too. That there was a couple many years ago that there was some one type of outlook going into it that it seemed like everything was a given, and then they fucked and changed everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that was one Roman lost. Um, Sasha Banks lost. There's a couple more, but regardless, like Naomi winning, like was one of those. Jinder <laughs> uh, Mahal. What about uh, uh, Roman losing this year at WrestleMania? We're talking about a couple of years ago. Let's talk about this because nobody was expecting Brock Lesnar to win. Yeah. Well, I kind of wonder. I know that I wasn't on the show with you guys, but I pointed out in a different conversation Dana White is carny as they come this and is true. it just felt a little bit too suspiciously perfect in the timing that gosh right before Wrestlemania all this stuff about Brock comes out and I just could not get it out of my head that you know, they're going to swerve everybody because of course they'll work something out for Brock to do both because it's Brock and, mm-hmm. you know, there's very little that would anger people more, and that's exactly what happened. So I'm not saying it with, you know, I told you so being a point, but, you know, when you stop and think about who's saying it and the timing of all of it, it was just too much. For sure. For sure. For sure. <laughs> I'm sorry, I haven't said anything in a bit, so I just kind of like keep in there. <laughs> you were overdue. Can we talk about how shitty the women's battle royal was booked? Yes. What I mean, part in particular? Who 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 just walked who just walked out of who just eliminated themselves? No, nobody just eliminated themselves, but. The thing is, is, is we had this complaint about the Royal Rumble, at least uh, Brian and I did, where all the women just kind of, like, rolled out under the bottom rope and, like, you know, weren't eliminated. 
they're just sitting on the outside doing nothing while the you know storylines are progressing in the ring or what the fuck ever that are supposed to be going on. And they did that again for this battle royal to a point where like, oh shit, okay, we got Bailey and we got Sasha and and they're the last two. And Bailey's gonna finally get her, you know, get her revenge on Sasha or what the fuck ever, right? And then Bailey throws Sasha out, and you're just sitting there for a minute, like, what the fuck's going on? Why aren't they playing her music? And then Naomi comes in and tosses her out. Like, oh, Naomi was never eliminated. Like, why the fuck not? She's a she's a face, first of all. That's a heel tactic. <laughs> I don't know. That that kind of bugged me the way that they book these battle royals for the women, where it's like, oh no, just go hang out outside the ring for ten oh. minutes. Joe, you fucked it up again. <laughs> Historic, <laughs> yes. You gotta say historic when you talk about the women's division the, now. It's historic. And historic battle royal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that just kind of. They've been calling it like the first women's battle royal at WrestleMania. Didn't Santino win the or Santino win the first one? You are correct, yeah. sir. How many ago? Yeah, that was twenty-five. I remember. I remember watching that one. My parents. I didn't even think. Santino is going to be in it. My parents are like, where's Santino? Where? They're like, what? He's in this thing. <laughs> uh, WrestleMania 25, where they call this the 25th anniversary because they don't know how anniversaries work. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and Kid Rock was there. Yes, he was. <laughs> he which, played the women out to the ring. Which was why I, I was... It's like, wait, no, wait. We have a bunch of faceless women about to come to the ring, and Kid Rock is going to be there. Oh boy, it's WrestleMania 25 all over again. And a couple, and a couple, well, no, Sonny, a future porn star, Sonny wasn't, wasn't there, so. <laughs> right. And I'm just sitting there, and, and they get these women from NXT, and I know who most of them are. I'm just looking at Brian, like, who the fuck are these other women? Like, I don't, like, the, the, the Indian woman, I don't know who she was that Becky Lynch yelled at for wearing orange. And then it was like this, like, generic blonde, and I have no idea who she was either. And I'm like, who the fuck are these people? I was like, oh my god, so-and-so got eliminated. Like, what they say the name was? <laughs> hit rewind? Uh, a lot like... of them they'd been posted about, like, on Twitter and stuff, but we haven't really seen them at all, so yeah. that didn't help. One of them was named Filler. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I don't know. They, they didn't throw up enough roster people, so... We'll probably forget about them by the time they get called up. Or is any of them showing up on NXT? I couldn't even tell you outside of one of them. One of them was that I, one of the iconic ladies, right? Mm-hmm. And then Carrie Zane. Is that her name? Something like that. Kyrie Zane, yeah. I was rooting for... I personally was rooting for Dakota Kai. She was one of them? Okay, yeah. So the other one was Feller? <laughs> it was four of them. That part I remember when they did that cheesy shit, like, we are NXT and some crap. Uh, that was part I thought was kind of like, oh, God, don't do that. Mm-hmm. You, that that's instantaneous upload to Russell crap right there. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's, it's, what, I didn't have high expectations for the outcome because of the Andre uh, Battle Royale. It set the, set the, the bar, literally. It's low. Low mm-hmm. as fuck. So... I just wanted to see a schmoz. I got it. I was I was fine with those. I was fine with the cruiserweight. I thought the opening uh, three matches were what they needed to be. Sure. It was it was when you got to the main card that I think most people started to get really pissed off about outcomes and whatever. Man, they're just fucking Nicholas haters. <laughs> yeah, Nicholas. <laughs> I heard Nicholas is in the G one this year actually. I don't know, man. I, I heard uh, junior he... heavyweights can't do G one. I did hear that best of the super juniors is going to include him though. I heard he was good. I heard he's all in. Yeah, yeah he's, a, he's a growing boy. He's a growing boy. <laughs> give him time. He'll be there. I'll get there. I'll run down the WrestleMania card real quick. Matt Hardy won the uh, Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Uh, Cedric and Alexander defeated Mustafa Ali. Naomi won by last eliminating Bailey in the women's, the historic women's battle royal. Uh, Seth Rollins defeated The Miz in Finn Balor. Charlotte Flair defeated Asuka. Jinder Mahal defeated Randy Orton, Bobby Roode, and Rusev. And surprisingly for me, Rusev took the pin. Surprisingly, just for Joe, the rest of the world doesn't celebrate Rusev Day. <laughs> That's surprising Coaster for does. everybody, dude. 
I'm drinking out of my happy Rusev Day mug. That was a scratcher. Well, it's like I said to Cassidy earlier in the week. the The lesson here is: don't get over unless the machine wants you to. That was dumb. I mean, they 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 kind of missed the boat with an obvious happy moment. Yeah. Uh, Kurt Angle and Ronda Rousey defeated Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. That was actually the best match on the show, I thought. Yeah, I enjoyed it. A lot better than I expected. Yeah. The Bludgeon Brothers defeated the Usos in the New Day to become the SmackDown Tag Team Champions. The best part of that match was midgets dressed as pancakes. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. <laughs> they, they were short stacks. I, I, I was uh, that, that was the that was the joke. <laughs> uh, the Undertaker defeated John Cena in two minutes and forty five seconds. I was fine with that actually. Yeah, so That's was I. I needed to be. Yeah, same. Uh, Daniel Bryan, go ahead. Well, that was one a lot of people had it expectations of like a barn burner but dude's old mm-hmm. last few minutes he's been shit but i've come out tombstone get the fuck out and uh this john cena storyline of never being able to win continues and you can just go fuck off to hollywood for a year or whatever it's all good sure it, it, it served its purpose purpose i thought perfectly yeah, on a fucking eight million hour show mm-hmm. yeah, got his entrance got all of his uh his uh moves in yeah it's great as hits man yeah <laughs> in a small package Mm-hmm. Although it didn't end in a small package. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon defeated Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Nia Jax defeated Alexa Bliss. AJ Styles defeated Shinsuke Nakamura. Braun Strowman and Nicholas defeated Sheamus and Cesaro for the Raw Tag Team titles, which are now currently held by Vacant. We'll get into that in a minute. Brock Lesnar defeated Roman Reigns. Let's talk about the, the augmented reality of WrestleMania with these stupid computerized graphics on the screen through all the entrances. Like the one for... Kind of nifty. Ah, the, it looked so cheesy. And like, the Undertaker lightning effect was better in 1996 than it was at this WrestleMania. Like Brian said, somebody just got a copy of Premiere and they're like, oh, <laughs> I can do some cool stuff with this. <laughs> I don't know, man. This shit's fake, so I, I wasn't that upset about it. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's cheap, I suppose, from one way to look at it, but look at what the company's been doing lately with those text graphics on the screen. Yeah, true. It's, it's the next evolution of that, I guess. Just a fucking emoji... Emoji uh, factors, cheap graphic influence of the uh, modern era. That's all it was. I'm too old for this stupid shit. (laughs) Yeah, buddy. So is Vince. But anyway, what happened next? Uh, Well, that's WrestleMania. So we had Raw the next night. That was a Russo show. A million things happened. Uh, We got... uh, we got the return of Jeff Hardy. We got the return of Samoa Joe. Nicholas. That and... was that was actually good. I like that. For sure. I didn't like uh, Roman Reigns. I didn't like that whole like behind shoot, the scenes type of shoot promo and shoot work shoot promo. I found yeah. out nobody would look at me. Blah blah blah. Like nobody wants to look at you because you're a fuck boy. <laughs> Shampoo fuck. Boy. Shampoo fuck Fresh. boy. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like the Montreal. I don't know. I like seeing Joe back in that particular type of spot, though. I thought that's good for uh, for he's gonna not be relegated down to like some bullshit. So we right. just got a something of significance to start. Nicholas and Braun Strowman gave up the tag team titles because Nicholas has scheduling conflicts. School. <laughs> he's got a math test on Wednesday. In storyline, it was because of scheduling. It was actually because he violated the wellness policy. <laughs> Yeah, that I Triple H had a tweet about that, and I thought it was funny. He listed like three classes that Nicholas like had problems 
and the the classes I thought kind of were revealing because he said math. I'm like, okay, yeah, that's an actual class. And then cafeteria and recess. <laughs> it's like, what? Those aren't fucking classes. He could wrestle during those classes. <laughs> <laughs> I had people that used to wrestle during my theater classes. It can be done. <laughs> uh, Bobby Lashley came back on Monday Night Raw. Yes. Ended up being kind of forgettable. Yeah. A lot of a lot of that too many reveals. I think it hurt it hurt the show overall. Even though I kinda like seeing the ones we saw, it just felt like like I said, it's a Russo show. Like uh, so much happened. No too way much. Jose debuted and he had a conga line with him this time, which was uh <laughs> I, I believe G, you were the one that said it was reminiscent of Adam Rose. And that worked out so well for him. And Fandango, both of them. He's just, that's all he is now. He's basically he became a joke on his debut. Kinda fucked up, but <laughs> That's, that's he's already he's already Fandango, dude. I mean, he was in the crowd at WrestleMania. Uh, Braun Strowman could have picked him over Nicholas, so he's already a joke because Nicholas got picked over him. <laughs> there was a shit ton of wrestlers in appearance for that. Saw some good memes about that actually. Ah, <laughs> uh, I'm sure there were other call ups, but I can't remember who the fuck they were off the top of my head. <laughs> oh, there were there was like people from other companies and shit that were getting oh, yeah, more I'm, attention later. I, I can't remember anybody. <laughs> well, they I don't think they showed them on TV intentionally. They weren't going to like say, hey, here's your competition. No, I mean, as, as far as call-ups on Raw, I can't think of who the fuck they, the rest of them were. Oh, we were doing that from memory. It was pretty good. I remember, You forgot Ember Moon. Ember Moon, yes. Yeah. Teamed with uh, yeah, Nia totally forgettable She will be forgotten in the mid-card soon enough. Debuted as a tag team. That's like, that's a good start. <laughs> Oops. Uh, oh, uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn had to have a match to fill the one roster spot that was left. And uh, I think uh, Kurt Angle said something about uh, TNA's hiring. Oh, yeah, that's right. He did say that. Yeah, um... The guy that wrestled against No Way Jose has been on our podcast, by the way. It's uh, Cassidy's buddy, John Schuyler. And then I think on SmackDown, the only uh, call-up that we got was the Iconics. They're no longer the Iconic duo, they're just the Iconics. Yeah, there's like a legal reason for that. Oh, okay. Um, there's a fashion and accessories line that owns the Iconic duo trademark. Oh, okay, well... That explains that. And they yeah, beat down crazy. Charlotte and allowed Carmella to cash in Money in the Bank successfully. And another reason why they had to change that name, there was the, the patent already had a, had a line. Vince couldn't pat, it was like fourth in line. He had to be behind Gene Simmons. <laughs> wah, wah. I'll be here all week, folks. <laughs> War Machine, by the way, debuted on NXT this week as War Raiders. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> yeah, I thought they might change the name, but then you know, they haven't changed Ricochet. They haven't changed uh, everyone. They changed the name to War Raiders, but didn't edit out the crowd chant of War Machine, War Machine. <laughs> Anybody remember anything else from wrestling on WWE yeah, yeah. this week? Well, I got one, Authors of Pain, unfortunately. That's right, yes. Authors of Pain, and they left behind Paul Ellering. He doesn't. He's retired, though, dude. He wasn't going to fucking travel around with them. <laughs> that was fine. That's fine. He tweeted hey. He tweeted that he was fine with the travel. So <laughs> That's work. Yeah. There, there is probably other things. I'm scrolling through some results here, but I think you got the big ones. I just remember somebody was like, oh, we're the best tag team and nobody can beat us. And then I'm like, okay, who's coming out? It's got to be AOP. Yep. <laughs> mm -hmm. there, the crowd was chanting, I think, before they even came up. Up with that line. 
Yeah, it was uh, Heath Slater and Rhino, I think, is uh, who they dropped out to. Uh, you're, you're, uh, well, it was uh, it was Rhino and Slater did the job. Yeah, yeah. That's what... Yeah. Close enough. Yeah. I'm only on my second cup of coffee. Bear with me. Because they did the backstage, uh, like, you know, bonus content of them doing an interview where they're like, we just beat the, the first ever SmackDown Live Tag Team Champions. Like, that, that's not that big of a feat. You beat Heath Slater. <laughs> <laughs> baby. He's a one-man band, baby. Yep. <laughs> and then ground pool or above ground pool yep mm -hmm. alright well then anything interesting going on in Japan uh, quite a lot on the current and yeah, I, I I do have to put it in context that all this WrestleMania weekend stuff was really the first WWE stuff that I've sat down and watched in a long time. There's been the occasional NXT, but yeah, I went to my brother's comic shop and watched WrestleMania in the game room, and so that was pretty much the only reason I got through the whole thing. So. <clears throat> There, there might have been more to say if I really had paid more attention. <laughs> um, uh, back on April 1st, we had Sakura Genesis, where the main event was Zack Sabre Jr. against uh, indefinitely reigning champion Kazuchika Okada. <laughs> and everybody was looking forward to this, not because we really thought that Zack Sabre Jr. was going to win, but this was a totally different type of match. And Considering that Zack blew through the New Japan Cup completely, well, you've got to be undefeated to win it, so that's not the right word, but <laughs> he tapped out four major players. He tapped out Naito, he tapped out Kota Ibushi, he tapped out Sonata, he tapped out Tanahashi, all in a row. And that's not something you see a whole lot. And... His style may not be for everybody, but it's different enough that there was just a lot of, okay, no way is he really going to win, but dot, dot, dot. And of course he didn't, but the match was really, really good and just a, a very different kind of thing. So even if you're not that big into Zack Sabre Jr. in general, Check out all four of his New Japan Cup matches and then his title match with Okada because this guy is on an unbelievable roll right now. And Taka Michinoku is now his hype man. And that is way more fun than it really has any right to be. He's got a shirt and everything that says <laughs> just tap out. And... He'll go back and forth between English and Japanese, and by the end, he's just shouting at everybody, You just tap out! <laughs> and it's great, because you know, Okada has Kato, and now Zack Sabre Jr. has Takamichinoku, and you Kato know, was running his mouth about, you know, Rainmaker on a whole nother level, and Taka just puts his hand up in his face and shut the whole thing down and started hyping Zack. And it was like, ooh, are the hype men going to fight too? Because that would be great. Um, so all of those matches were a lot of fun. And what's going on right now and is going to take us through the rest of this month and into the beginning of May is the Wrestling Dontaku Tour, which is a lot bigger than it's been in the past. They have a ridiculous number of shows. They've already had two Road to Wrestling Dontaku shows, which the Road to shows are kind of like their house shows. And uh, they start back up again on the 23rd. So they've got about a week where we're not going to see anything on television. But they've got 
you know, seven or eight shows on this tour, and that's a whole lot more than what they usually have. And some of the things on here are going to be pretty big. Uh, the one getting the most press that everybody's talking about is Okada versus Tanahashi for the heavyweight title, which, if you followed New Japan at all, pretty much you know, the hottest feud of modern times was Okada versus Tanahashi, you know, ace versus ace, if you will. And with Okada's victory over Zack Sabre Jr. at Sakura Genesis, Okada has now tied Hiroshi Tanahashi for the record number of successful title defenses. They've both had 11 consecutive successful heavyweight title defenses. So now that they're tied, something has to give. And so when Okada said, you know, after his match, well, I've beaten everybody, you know, whoever wants to fight me can fight me because you're going to lose anyway because, you know, I've beaten the whole roster. You all suck. And Tanahashi comes out. And so now they're going to fight for the title. And there's no way Okada's not winning this. But because it's Tanahashi, there's still a little bit of doubt. But then once he breaks that record and he doesn't just break the record, he beats the guy who held the record, which is kind of the important thing then we can realistically start looking at this belt coming off of him because he's broken the record for the number of consecutive days as champion. When he beats Tanahashi, he'll have broken the record for consecutive successful title defenses. So now we could actually see something happen with him losing it. I'm not holding my breath on any of that. They crushed my soul in that respect once already. I'm not hoping anymore. <laughs> um, but some of the other matches that we're going to see through the rest of this tour, there's an incredible feud right now going on between the entire faction of Los Ingobernables de Japón and Suzuki-gun. Naito and Suzuki are tearing each other apart, and it is beautiful because pretty much the whole reason this is happening is Naito has pissed off Suzuki so much by ignoring him. Like, the intimidation tactics don't work because Naito, he'll just kneel down in the corner of the ring and look the other way like, do-do-do-do-do-do, I don't see you, and then, you know, smack him in the back of the head when he's not looking. And uh, Suzuki's just been outraged to the point where he threw the title belt at Naito and challenged him. Naito wouldn't take it. Because if you followed that story, Naito was the Intercontinental Champion, and... His title reign was notorious for him basically destroying the belt and throwing it around all the time. And Suzuki refers to himself as the king of pro wrestling. And so Naito just straight up called him out. You know, hey, hey, you know, if you want my attention, say something. Go beg the office for a match with Naito. Tell him, please, can I have a match with Naito? They'll probably let you do it. And everybody's just like, oh, shit, what are you doing? The exchanges between them are absolutely fantastic but it's not just them it's their whole stable because right now the heavyweight tag team champions are evil and sonata from lij they won those titles from davy boy smith and lance archer killer elite squad in suzuki goon and those guys want the titles back so they've been going at each other the current junior heavyweight title champions are uh, Kanemaru and El Desperado in Suzuki-gun, and they're squaring off with Bushi and Hiromu Takahashi. So you've got full-on stable warfare going, and it has been crazy fun. If you don't pay attention to anything else that's going on right now, you got to see this, because it's just the best stuff. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot going on with that, and you know, we have probably about six other shows on this tour. They've really stretched it out. Um, oh, yeah, the two other big title matches coming. No, wait, three. Uh, the three big title matches coming that are not part of that. Um, Daruki Goto's defending the never open weight title against Juice Robinson. And it's actually looking really competitive. So yeah. the 
the guy who wa- who left WWE and actually did well for himself is a fun thing to watch. Um, Switchblade Jay White is defending the U.S. title against David Finley, Fit Finley's kid. Um, so that's a pretty interesting story there. And then the biggest one is the junior heavyweight title. Will Ospreay's the champion for some reason. And uh, he's defending against Kushida. He's beaten Kushida once. Kushida's beaten him a ton of times. I you know, would prefer that Kushida win, but they don't care what I think. So uh, there's a lot good. If you have New Japan World or are thinking about getting it, you need to check some of this stuff out. Just start Zack Sabre Jr. at the New Japan Cup and go up to the show from yesterday because it's really all good. You know what else is all good? A trip to JT Land! Damn it, you always go to me when I'm taking a piss. (laughs) Uh, Okay, let's see here. So... I don't know. I thought about it too. Since we changed it, we're changing everything around. I decided we change. I gotta change some of my stuff around too because you know, I felt change is good. It's about time. So I'm not gonna do the, the JT land like you used to. I'm gonna do. It's gonna be the same, but it's kind of different. I'm not gonna do this. Do every the same thing every week. It's gonna be something different. And this week I'm going to. It, there's no exception. If I can get my iPad going. Okay. No, no, Siri, I don't want you to help me. Um, basically, it's either... I, I feel... If I, if I feel like the week I feel like ranting on something, I'm going to rant on something. Maybe for a couple weeks in a row I want to rant on something, I'm going to rant on something. Maybe if it's just... I might have some trivia questions for you guys. But basically, I'm going to... Sometimes I might just might do the tweets. The, the, I might do some tweets, some random tweets I've seen. But I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take it where it goes and, you know... See where it goes since we're doing the short, the shorter thing now. So here's what I'm gonna do this week. It's gonna be a rant. It's G G reminded me about the the rant I was gonna do a few weeks back, and this is what it's gonna be. Holy shit! <laughs> I'm just seeing Thanos in the so no. Um, so basically, here's what it is. When the when what you know how here at BWF we all like our little Simpson. We we get in our Simpsons Family Guy talk. Well, I'm I, I'm I'm going to say this much. I am both I am done with both both shows, and granted, we know I know I know the reason why fam why um the Simpsons have been done with because it's been downhill. It's at its worst, and it's just unwatchable. Well, Family Guy did did it did it to me just recently when they came back. They did one of the worst episodes I've possibly seen, and you can tell Seth MacFarlane was phoning it in. My basically Seth MacFarlane, if you're gonna do this shit to your your viewers, just quit. Quit Family Guy. Let Fox take it over. Put someone else in there. Do it. You know. So basically, I don't know. By now, you've probably if, if you've watched it regularly, you've seen the episode. They did a basically Stewie goes to counseling episode. It was a 30 minute straight episode. Which you won't get if you haven't seen it. Don't you won't get your that thirty minutes back. It's 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 not really a good episode. It's basically a thirty minute Stewie rant. Now it doesn't get political or anything. It's just a thirty minute rant that's just probably one of the worst fucking things you've I've ever seen. And then at the end of it, they basically went did the same thing where when Stewie killed Lois. Basically, they made it a dream. They basically basically made you sit there on sit there for thirty minutes. Watching a stupid, a stupid rant, and it basically said, "Haha, we got you." So uh, uh, since that since that episode, I feel I feel like my my I I'm done with that program too. You you've hit that you've hit that point where you've been you've been too long at the party. It's obviously Seth MacFarlane. You don't wanna you don't wanna do this anymore. Why don't you just end end your damn end the damn show? Go do something else. Go make Ted three because you know no one will watch that 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 drivel. So that that's pretty much it. <laughs> I don't know. That was about it. I caught last week's Family Guy, not not this past one uh, that you're talking about, but I caught the one before that, and they made a reference to like <laughs> Ted two bombing or whatever. <laughs> I started to watch that, but it was like 
I, I just was like, ah, I just I never got too far into it. I think I liked the first one, but like the, I saw the second, the previous rock, I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> I Ted Two wasn't that great. It was okay. I, I liked it. Uh, promotional consideration paid for by the following, which means I got to find my Twitter that I got a DM from Coaster from. <laughs> oh, we're professional. Totally, I got it. So, <laughs> what do we got here? And it'll play in a second, I'm sure. Here it comes. Come on down to Colonel Thaddeus P. Abernathy's Midget Warehouse. You need performers at half the price with twice the eyes on them? Corporal Abernathy's got you taken care of. Let's just say you can't afford yourself a John Cena. How about a John Wena? Real small, still has jorts on. Hell, all they are is Daisy Dukes that we put on a midget. Say you got yourself a local wrestling organization that needs a little sprucing up. No one gives a shit about your faces, your heels. How about half your faces? Half your heels. Hell, these sons of bitches get sunburnt in half the time. They're so fucking small. So make sure they're inside or Corporal Abernathy is going to charge you twice as much we could have just paid for a regular human. Shit, put one on top of the other and drape a trench coat over top of it like a few kids trying to sneak into a rated R movie. Corporal Abernathy doesn't care. Come on down. Did I change from Corporal to Colonel? I don't care. I am drunk. I sell midgets. I can do what I want. It's human trafficking with half the national interest because they're half as big. You get four midgets, I'll give you the fifth one for free. That's still two and a half times less than you would pay for a standard size wrestling employee. Plus, their bones are made out of rubber. I've done research myself that I'm going to keep to myself so don't ask to see any paperwork. You can do whatever the fuck you want to them. Ain't nothing going to happen. Rubber bones. True fact. Also, they can breathe underwater. Also, they only eat candy corn. Do not try and give them human food or feed them after midnight. So stop on down to Admiral T. Abernathy's Midget Warehouse. Well, we got twice as much shit for half the price. <laughs> and after that, after that, we have a real ad to play. <laughs> Here's a word from our actual sponsor. Any second now. It's coming. Tired of searching online? ThreeLinkDirectory.com has handpicked tens of thousands of quality links so you don't have to spend hours searching. Find the best internet links on ThreeLink Directory. Visit ThreeLinkDirectory.com now. Enjoy quality links sorted in categories like arts, games, health, shopping, sports, travel, and many more on ThreeLinkDirectory.com. That's ThreeLinkDirectory.com. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> Alternative facts. This is stupid, sexy Flanders. Kudos to no fucking buddy.jt.suckit. Even though we're still buddies, not too bad. Who wants to hear Elias play the same song infinitely? Not me. Yawn. Taller bit little a wish I was I. Net.com.ussr. It's a BWF mission and we got the goods. Here. Embarkly on a quest dot never on my left cause my right's my good ear dot scenario. VanVenomForever.com Birthday spam posts forever.org Baseless speculation.edu angrymarks.com bodyslam.net and of course Spatula City Spatula City Spatula City And a friendly reminder of some stupid shit you didn't care about in the first place. And of course, our boys at Booker T's are back. Go get your Brack Lesnar t-shirt so that I am not the only person in the entire world that has one. <laughs> Check that out at BookerTees.com. And according to the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, you give me $10.99, I report every week on one company for you. Completely missed the story about the biggest full-time signing of all time, the return of one of the most popular wrestlers ever, and repeatedly incorrectly state the result of the biggest match of the year. Also, the majority of you will furiously defend me anytime anyone questions me. Thanks. Uh, that from uh, Observer subscriber uh, JMARFTL on Reddit. 
Uh, Braun Strowman's tag team partner Nicholas was the son of WWE referee John Cohn, as broken by our boys at Bodyslam.net. I'm so sick of WWE shoving Nicholas down our throats. Uh, that from Wonderpod Online on Squares on Reddit. I posted that like two minutes after they won the title. <laughs> it's their highest number of posts for all of WrestleMania at Square Circle Trick. I'm like, oh. <laughs> WWE will hold a superstar shakeup, i.e., draft, next Monday and Tuesday. Well, this this Monday and Tuesday on Raw. Some wrestlers will go to Raw, some wrestlers will go to SmackDown, and some will also not go, says Dave Meltzer, according to GClem16. I don't know about that. I think he's wrong. Yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll find out. I suppose that that's one of the reasons we had a few of the things kind of remain unknown. Because Zane and and, uh, Owens, I guess, have no job, theoretically. They are, uh, according to commentary, they are ineligible to... uh, They're ineligible for uh, the draft because they are not on either brand. Yeah, so they're leaving this one like hanging. So they're gonna do the switcheroo thingy, probably. What are they gonna do with those guys? Go get your Kevin Steen and El Generico T-shirts at Pro Wrestling Tees right now. Could do that. Their their short their shops open back up to kind of continue the storyline, I guess. Right. On his most recent podcast, Jerry Lawler revealed he suffered a stroke on March 21st and was unable to speak for three days. Doctors were shocked he made such a quick recovery, and Lawler says on the show he's surprised that word of it didn't get out before his WrestleMania appearance with Jim Ross. Oh, I get it now. AJ versus Shinsuke was called a dream match because the fans fell asleep during it, says Dragon uh, Dragon Sky on Reddit. Brock Lesnar is now the first champion to hold a world title from from one WrestleMania to the next since Hulk Hogan. Wow. That's actually an impressive stat. (laughs) It is. It is an interesting point. Uh, Lesnar and Heyman's new deals are linked together, and Brock got nearly everything he wanted, including continuing to have Heyman as his WWE manager, or rather, we should say, advocate. That's apparently, the term is not known, though, so they got one rematch, that's all we know. Yeah. Is, is this supposed to be multi-year? I heard it was multi-year. For some reason, I was under the impression, too, but I, 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 don't, I don't know. I had originally heard multi-year, but then I haven't heard anything since, so I mean, for, as far as we know, this could just be for this match in Saudi Arabia, and Brock's gone. They well, we touched on it earlier about the idea of the multi-fight, or not multi-fight, multi-status, so he can fight in the UFC. Well, he, and, and keep in mind that Brock's last UFC fight, he was still under contract for WWE. Yeah, so it's it's already been done before. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I'm I'm fucking fine with him winning. I don't care. He's a part timer. It's kind of how I want to watch the show right now, anyway. So right. <laughs> kind of works. Like, you'll tune in if Brock Lesnar is on. Well, not necessarily. I mean, but like some people no, will. That's kind of yeah, that point of view. Uh, for them, guys will. They're going to use him much more. I mean, and for him, he gets kind of what he wants. So he gets to do both. Yeah. Ah, fuck, whatever. Doesn't matter. It's not like the title means much, anyways. <laughs> That's 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 the thing. It's like Roman would have been in there. People would have been complaining. There's no win there. There no, was no, no win. For sure. Just stick with Brock. Dave Dip says the what they want. Yeah. Dave says Rousey did so well. WWE is already talking uh, internally about her possibly main eventing next year's Mania. Oh my God, Rousey versus Reigns next year? Ooh ah! Says Pro Wrestling's Mark. <laughs> pro Wrestling Smark. On Reddit. So, what is really going on with Rusev? He's removed all references to WWE from his Twitter profile. He's not the only ones, though, as Kevin Owens made his Twitter profile private and now only has four followers. 
all of the social media weirdness surrounding Rusev is storyline, and there's no chance that he's leaving the company anytime soon. Vince is so out of touch. How can he think that legend Chris Jericho is a bigger draw to casual audience than a glorified jobber Rusev? Asks within the hour on Reddit. You guys need to stop picking on Paige. Pick on someone your own size, like Nia Jax, says uh, das, uh, das Hippie on Reddit. She's a big girl. She can take it. Ouch. <laughs> Austin Aries responded to Kurt Angle's TNA is hiring joke on behalf of Impact Wrestling. It's cool, man. We are hiring. If you come here, we won't test you or take money out of your pocket for smoking marijuana. We won't put money in your pocket because we don't have any. Yeah, right. So that, that's why it was fired then? For, is that what he's implying? <laughs> that's how I took it. I'm like, oh, okay. There you go. No, I think he that's asked it. for his release over being fined for marijuana. I, I'm sure it had something to do with it. I didn't even know he got fined for marijuana. That, that's like, oh, okay. Well, I mean, that's got to gotta have something to do with it if that was his tweet. So, I mean, that's, that's exactly it's just speculation, point, yeah. though, from us. But, you know. I... That's like the part of the story I didn't, I don't remember seeing at all. I'm like, huh, I just thought it was the, he was upset about the whole WrestleMania DVD thing not being used and all that. That, that, that's new. Does that mean Matt Riddle's going to TNA? Oh, the news is being changed here. I, I see this. <laughs> CM Punk will be losing to Mike Jackson at UFC 225 in Chicago on June 9th. Oh, my bad. It's not changing. It was changing. <laughs> it, 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 yeah, no, sure. that's exactly word for word what's happening. So. Sure. This Saudi Arabia... I had to, had, to, had to fix it for accuracy, folks. Sorry. <laughs> I, I suspected the last name Jackson was going to change to Hunt. I thought that's where it was going, too. And I'm like, nope, I already saw it says Mike Jackson. <laughs> like, I gave you the one last week. I'm not doing another one. I wasn't involved with that. I know. <laughs> This Saudi Arabia show is so retarded. Why is WWE giving a show to actual fans who enjoy the product and don't act like edgy 10-year-olds hating on everything they're supposed to like? Why they give the show to a crowd where the crowd won't be pretentious? Why they give them a show when they know the fans won't play with beach balls? Why they give them a show when they hate people that attempt murder and cheer people that like to fight no matter what and share a message of unity and happiness? Why they give a show to... Why they gave a show to fans who probably won't wear Bullet Club shirts even though they only watch GIFs of Omega? Why they give a show to a crowd that probably won't even chant for someone that quit the company years ago? Why? So retarded. Zero sense. No idea at all, says Dragon Sky on Reddit. It's got a point there. Yeah, I know, right? Oh, that's... What am I going to do watching wrestling at noon on a Friday with no Bullet Club smarks in the fucking audience? <laughs> Oh, is that the actual time slot, huh? It's uh, noon Eastern on uh, Friday, April 27th. Oh, wow. 10 in the morning. Yeah, I'm I, I'm okay with this because I'll get home from work, I'll get a couple hour nap and wake up and be like, all right, cool, WWE. Nice. <laughs> DVR or G Network. Either yeah. or. Either or. I, got, I have to pay for this thing for a month, so I'm stuck with it. Well, I, you, you'll be able to DVR it because you've got it, you'll still have it by then, I'm sure. Yeah, I can't watch that shit at work. Yeah. Enzo Amore is still under investigation for sexual assault despite rumors over the weekend that the charges against him had been dropped. Stop assuming Enzo is innocent before the charges or because the charges were dropped. Assuming he's guilty is absolutely fine though, says Cracks for Junior. Bam Bam Bigelow may posthumously go into the WWE Hall of Fame next year, given WrestleMania 35 is at MetLife Stadium in East Rutherford, New Jersey, and Bigelow is from Asbury Park, New Jersey. Shane Douglas says that Nicholas was worse than anything Vince Russo ever did. We've heard for 18 years that Vince Russo is the worst thing to ever, ever to wrestling because he put the belt on David Arquette. As much as I disagree with that decision, that was better than putting the belt on a 10-year-old kid. 10-year-old on a pole match. 
Today I learned Meltzer gave the Earth one star and called it the sun. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that deserves that. <laughs> that from Pentagon 3 up, 3 down on Reddit. God damn. <laughs> well, that's it. Unless oh, anybody... God, we did it in an hour. Unless anybody's got anything to add. I'll take that as a no. Maggie, Maggie, Maggie dies tonight on The Walking Dead. <laughs> as long as Maggie doesn't die tonight on The Simpsons. <laughs> that could happen. Oh, well, it's time to watch hockey. <laughs> I am at Think So Joe for at G of the Internet, at Random Redhead, at El Generico, at Book Junkie Jaina, at Mark underscore Noise, wherever he is. We are at Board Wrestling Fan, that's Board Wrestling Fan without vowels, Facebook.com slash Board Wrestling Fan. You can listen to this podcast every Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern live on Board Wrestling Fan.com or download us at iTunes, Stitcher, Blueberry, Google Play Music, Bodyslam.net, or anywhere podcasts are sold. And we'll see you next week. Maybe next, maybe next week we won't uh, completely forget the page retired and became the GM of SmackDown. But anyway, see you next week, folks. <laughs>